sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hi, I'm Brooke. I am a 30-something Black woman living in Los Angeles. I'm a television writer. I have a puppy. And in my free time, I am paddleboarding or running or sitting out in the sun. Yep, that's Brooke. And if you think her introduction kind of sounds like a personal ad, you are not wrong. That's because this week we are helping Brooke with her dating life. Because newsflash, dating super hard. And contrary to what you might believe, dating is even hard for smart, successful writers who also happen to be former models. Oh, you know, so Kristen, how are we going to find Brooke the man of her dreams? Uh, I have some ideas. I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. In each episode of this show, we distill our extensive knowledge of self-help into one key idea. It's not about figuring out what you're doing wrong and then fixing it. It's more about seeing yourself in a whole new light. You are enough already. With that in mind, we help a listener tackle a predicament in their life. With a prescription of self-love steps, we get to eavesdrop as they follow our advice for two weeks. Or don't follow our advice, because that is fine, too. Because you know what? It's just a suggestion. We aren't doctors. We aren't experts. Our guests are allowed to have opinions and question us all along the way. At the end of the day, we just want to help them get reacquainted with the fabulous person we all see. Because we love you. And so can you. So Brooke is having trouble with her dating life, but what exactly does that mean? Is she avoiding meeting people? Is she always swiping right on the wrong guys? Does she even know what she's looking for? Kristen, Kristen, I think you're jumping the gun, getting straight to all the possible issues. Why don't we hear how Brooke describes it? So I'm out in Los Angeles trying to find love, and I have used the apps. I've been on something like 40 first dates, and I'm starting to feel a little discouraged about the whole process. Wow, 40 first dates. And uh, she went on all those dates in just three months. And notice, though, she says first dates. Of the 40, three of them, we made it past date one. And of those three, two made it past date three. Clearly, Brooke is doing the work, but after that many dates that go nowhere, it might be time to reassess what she's doing. You know, working smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quality over quantity, perhaps. But, you know, all that work could also just lead to dating fatigue. If I were her, I would just want to give up and crawl under a bed after 40 first dates, you know? I feel like anyone who's been single for a long time can relate to this. Like, I can. I didn't have a boyfriend until I was dating the guy I married. Like, <laughs> I married the first fucking one, and I waited a long time. <laughs> well, Jolenta, you're bringing up a good point here. Obviously, both you and I are married at this mm, point. True. But I've been single for most of my life, and, you know, back when I was single, I actually loved dating. When I met you, you were a fiend. Oh, yeah. I love meeting new people and... You know, I, I, I admittedly, I liked kissing cute boys. So, yeah. I mean, but Kristen, we can't all be you, you know? We can't all get off on meeting every single stranger, even if it doesn't work out. But maybe, perhaps, you can help Brooke 
uh, get a little of your enthusiasm, a little find a little bit of magic in meeting strangers, even if it doesn't pan out. Yeah, it sounds like she needs a little bit of that because even her friend Cotty was beginning to notice how dating was bringing Brooke down. Hi, my name's Cotty, and I'm nominating my friend Brooke for We Love You. Uh, Brooke is probably one of the most optimistic and fun-loving people, person that I know. Uh, and dating life and dating in LA has really kind of brought that down, uh, which is wild. And so I would love um, for this opportunity to kind of uh, get her back to that center um, and bonus if she finds somebody that can even enhance and match that. Ooh, I love Cotty already. But before we could go any further, we needed to chat with Brooke and Cotty to figure out why dating was going wrong for Brooke. Yes. So we called them up on Skype, and after admiring their beautiful faces and meeting Brooke's adorable little dog, Pepita, how good is that name? So cute. Uh, we got down to business. So they're very, they're like several layers. Mm. First, I will say I am a writer. And um, when I'm not on a show, I work from home. So it's really tough for me to meet people if I'm not on the show because I'm not actively, you know, leaving my house and going into a new space every day. The second thing is when I'm on a show, the people around are not really eligible to date because I just don't really want to date people that I work with. And so that has been a little bit of a challenge lately because I'm not actively meeting new people. So I went to the apps in search of meeting new folks. That was the goal. Mm -hmm. right? Um, and it was good. I'm at 40 new people. And none of them were really a match for me. To add to all of this, um, and I don't know, this could be up for debate, I guess, but I would say that being a black woman in LA mm. is particularly mm -hmm. hard. You know, most of my friends in LA who are married have met their husbands when they've gone on a trip. They've met their husbands right, I mean, like one friend met her husband right when he landed at LAX <laughs> and he just moved you gotta from the You got to be the actual welcome wagon. <laughs> yeah, she was like, girl, get your ass to the airport. That's where your husband is. <laughs> I think it's harder if you have an established career the way you do as well, I would think, because it's such a town full of like freelancers and networking. I would also always be like, are you interested in me for me or like? who are who I know and my life experiences and, like, what you could learn from me or the connections you could get from me. Yes. Yo. Yes. I met a man in a club and thought, oh, okay, he's cool. Like, this is not a dating app. We met in real life. There's some sort of connection. Um, and, like, date one, he was like, can you read my script? Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. That's what I, I imagine I said, no, I you would cannot. definitely face. <laughs> I didn't think it would be that blatant. But, yeah, that's that's what I was imagining. Yeah. These are tough challenges. So let's bring on Cotty now, huh? Yes. So, Cotty, if you were to say this is probably the top reason why she's not having success, or as I see it, these are the things that are getting in the way, what would those things be? Oh, I'm trying to find something that's actually constructive that we can work mm -hmm. on, but I really think being— a black, tall, smart woman in L.A. is about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I, I don't, those are you know, real I think factors. <laughs> yes. Truly. Yeah. Let's just break it down then. Like, how would you just describe Brooke? Like, if you were going to set her up with a friend of yours, how would you be like, you've got to meet this friend, Brooke? Uh, I would say she's beautiful, friendly, Outdoorsy, spontaneous, very caring, very loyal. Oh, I love you. Very attentive. I mean, I'm pretty sure if my husband listens to this, he's going to leave me for Brooke. But, like, 
We all would. <laughs> like, it sounds like she's super engaging, super fun to be around, the spontaneous. Like, she's just, like, up for mm-hmm. life is what it sounds like. Yes. I always say the friends that I have that are single, I'm so excited for them when they have a partner mm-hmm. because that's just going to enhance my life. <laughs> because I know whatever partner they end up with is going to be a reflection in addition oh, to theirs. Okay, so you are such a good so, friend. Yeah, wait. Hold oh on while I, like, gosh. cry for one second. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you are such a good friend. Wait, so, Brooke, are you currently off the apps? Like, are the apps done for you? I was on the apps for about four months, and then I got off of them, and I was off of them for probably six months, and then I went back on because I got bored. And I was on there for about a week and went on one date, Mm -hmm. and then I got back off again. Got it. So, like, cold turkey, it's been about two months. Okay. So you're off the dating apps. What would you like to happen instead of dealing with this crappy dating atmosphere? What is your mm-hmm. dream outcome at the end of the two weeks with me and Jolenta? <gasps> at the end of the two weeks? Um, that's a really good question. I think my ideal outcome would really just to be, I want you guys to get me excited about dating again and maybe give me like other avenues to find Kristen folks. is freaking out. I, I'm This person is like a fan of dating in an unhealthy way. I like she likes to meet new people too much, probably. But she is the person I would go to if I was like, "Hey, I need a fresh perspective on like why dating shouldn't make me want to like hide in my house and never leave." Yeah, and I don't want to overstate things because I know I can't completely change a person's mind in two weeks, or I can't guarantee will change your mind. But I'm excited to try my best. Yes. Good. Yeah. So in the end, you want to be motivated and ready to go back out there again, give it another shot. Yeah, basically. That's exactly it. Yeah. So Brooke was telling us that the dating scene sucks, that she's meeting these total duds who are just out there trying to find someone to network with, not build a beautiful relationship with. And there can be so many unsatisfying reasons why an incredible person like Brooke isn't finding her soulmate. But when it comes down to it, these external roadblocks aren't really her predicament. Yeah, I mean, Kristen, you're super pumped about this assignment, but, you know, we can't change the dating scene and brainwash all the single men in L.A. uh, into becoming not (laughs) douchebags. So what are we actually going to do here with Brooke? Instead... We're really going to have to focus on Brooke and what she's doing when she's out there dating. Because in the end, all you can really control is yourself and your own attitude when you're putting yourself out there. Ugh, hard truth, but a true truth. And this might be a challenge because, you know, to start, Brooke told us that she's not usually feeling excited and positive when she's swiping through those dating apps. No, honestly, I find that when I'm swiping, I'm typically, like when I have the power to open the app, I'm typically kind of bored or like lonely, which is another reason why I got off because I just felt like, you know, the intention is not there when I'm on the app, so what am I going to attract? Ooh, that is a very good point. You know, if you're going into this with a negative attitude, like it's going to feel negative and shitty and disappointing. You know, it's going to color your experience. And it might mean you're finding people who are also kind of sharing that negative vibe. And then when Brooke goes out with these people she meets on the apps who may or may not be kind of negative about the whole experience too, it doesn't go so well. If I'm on the date and it's starting to go awry, Uh 
I, I do feel like I do the thing where I'm like, how much time do I have to waste with mm-hmm. this person? Where you point? just sort of shut and down so, yeah. and start like thinking uh, kind of like logistically almost. That's how I would put it. That's yes, how, exactly. Like, that's like, what I, I do have personally. so many things to yeah. do. I need to deep condition my hair. I got to get out of mm-hmm. here. Like, Ugh, I have been on those dates before when you're like just making your grocery list about two seconds in. And, you know. Brooke is a busy, important woman. She has better things to do than Rita Rando's shitty script. (laughs) And, you know, now she has me feeling discouraged about the L.A. dating scene, and I am not single nor in L.A., but, like, I want to give up. But you know what? Just the fact that she's game enough to put herself out there and go on these dates in the first place— I think that's a good sign. I I mean, I really can't wait to help Brooke with this predicament. I, yes, yes, there's yes, negativity, I <laughs> but I feel we can help her. I agree. I agree. I agree. She's willing to put in the work. She's trying it, even if it's discouraging. Like, that in itself is a good point, and I need to buck the fuck up. <laughs> you do, and so does Brooke. So shall we give her a call and give her her prescription and tell her to buck up with this prescription? Yes. Hello. Hey. Hey, Brooke. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. We are so excited to talk with you today about this. I'm excited. Yes. Oh, good. We're so glad you're excited. Good, good. Because we have some steps for you to follow. I'm ready. It's time. Let's do it. Your week one prescription. Ooh. Step one, remember why you're doing this. Brooke, we want you to create a dating mission statement, or it can be a vision board of the future you're hoping for. This doesn't have to be as specific as a wedding, four kids in the suburbs, etc., but we want you to think about how you want to feel in a relationship. Figure out what you want and need out of a partner and what you want to offer them. How's that sound? That sounds great. I'm happy that you uh, clarified with the emotion part because I was like just going to cut out Jason Momoa. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) yeah, my vision board is just a poster of him at this point. (laughs) Cool. All right. Step two is find your confidant. Dating feels less dire when you're doing it with someone else. So find a wing person or a friend or group of friends that you can talk to when things aren't going well and celebrate the successes with two or go out with and prowl the town with. Yeah, all of the above. Ooh, okay, good. I can do that. Love Excellent. It. <laughs> you're so game. We I love know. this. We so love many how... people sound so scared yes. sometimes. You're you're very game. <laughs> yeah. All right. Step three. Take note of your standards and if they're actually holding you back. Do they encourage you to overlook certain people? Do they keep you from connecting with people who could be a great match? Are they actually standards Ooh. or poorly thought out cut criteria? Use this information to be mindful and maybe a little more open-minded when you're out there. How's that sound? That sounds great. Sounds terrifying. Um, Ooh, we do have a terrifying wow. one in here. <laughs> sounds like we may have killed Brooke's optimism a little bit with that last one, Kristen. That's all you. Yeah, but overall, I think she's going to breeze through this week. I'm honestly worried we may have given her maybe too many easy stuff. You know, sometimes I think it can sound easy when we're talking about it. Like, oh, it's just like, think about this shit, then think about that shit. It's like, oh, that could take two seconds. But actually sitting down and thinking about that shit, defining it for yourself, making that vision board, thinking about your red flags, like that isn't as simple as the instructions sound. Wow, we're going to find out how simple or not simple it is after this break. 
At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. We are back, and it's time to check in on Brooke's audio diaries from her first week of living by our We Love You prescription. First up, she hit step three, taking note of standards. And as she was making her list, she had this pretty interesting revelation. The biggest thing is that I am, or have historically been in the past, tied to the notion that, like, whoever I meet is going to be an initiator. And I think I need to sort of take some power back and, like, work on initiating myself. And this is good because I'm like terrible at flirting. (laughs) So uh, that might be like one of the bigger things that I need to just work on and and stop waiting for someone to like come to me. Oh, this is a good one. Maybe she feels like she isn't automatically dismissing people based on their physical traits or jobs or so on. But there are also these subtle aspects of someone's personality that can also influence how we think about them. Yes, definitely. And that that initiator thing could be really big, especially for Brooke, because to be honest, I mean, I think men could be intimidated by how successful she is. And we can't forget the fact that like being a, a former model might might come into play and be intimidating as well. Very true, Jolenta. Now, I also want to know what Brooke is looking for in a partner. Yeah, it's not all about what they're <laughs> looking for if they're scared of her. Like, pfft. Yeah. So let's take a listen to her audio diaries for step one. Remember why you're doing this. Yes. And Brooke had some trouble with the vision board part of this step. Here's her friend Blue assessing her board. Oh, you have only one, two, three, four, six things on here. Yeah, I don't really know what else to put up. So for your vision board, though, like, you want to capture the things that you want to feel and experience and, like, what you want the relationship to be like. So I need to find, like, okay, okay, so they're only, okay, okay, you're helping me. So it's like. It's I like wanted to you- feel like a, a daybed in a room full of plants with bright big windows (laughs) oh that sounds lovely but what does that have to do with relationships very good question Kristen. that doesn't sound like a vision board of someone who wants a relationship it kind of sounds it kind of sounds lonely (laughs) to be honest it sounds sparse and like like a magazine version of like an empty home before a relationship moves in or something but luckily blue was there to push her in the right direction when you gonna get to the nitty-gritty of it though Ooh, i feel like these are very cute surfacey things that's what i feel like too that's why i'm saying that's what you gotta go deep like okay so what are what are some things that you really really want in a relationship outside of like the like surfacey cute stuff i want someone who's going to communicate with me okay what else oh oh, i made a list 
Um, I want someone who's willing to be vulnerable, who's affectionate, who cares about family, who has friends and likes to nurture those relationships, who, you know that quote, it's like, I'll take care of me for you and you take care of you for me. That's beautiful. Why don't you put that up on there? It is so beautiful. Oh, okay. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 I think within within opening yourself up to love, though, I think you have to open yourself up to this and everything that you want to experience in your relationship. You can bring that energy to this experience that you're going through. Oh, blue. Blue sounds like the kind of dating guru we all need or needed. Oh, totally. And that must be why Brooke, as part of her step two, asked Blue to be her dating confidant slash accountability coach. Here's one more big question Blue had for Brooke during week one. So with this with this thing that you're doing because you want to be open to love, are you actually being open to the journey of this? Yeah. What do you mean? Because it does seem like it you're like fucking vision boards (laughs) (laughs) you're opening me up you're my accountability partner Mm, interesting so as game as brooke seems that could just be on the surface of things and that could also be part of why she's been going on all these first dates all the time but not really getting past that maybe it's just a little surfacing right now. Yeah, it's a good point. She might be holding back more than she realizes. And I like how Blue is calling her out on mm. it here. I hope it helps Brooke go a little deeper with her feelings. Me too. Um, should we just give her a call and see how she's feeling about this first week's steps that she did? Yeah, yeah. Let's get her on the phone, Lindsay. Hello, Brooke. Hey. Hey. How are you? Good. Good. How are you doing, though? That's the real question. You're very excited. I'm doing really well. Good. Good. How was your first week? Uh, Yo, well, one word comes to mind, and I would say resistance. Um, Oh, interesting. Are you my therapist? (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am. Just Venmo me a couple hundred. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this week sounds like it was tough, but let's start with a step you did a great job on, finding your dating confidant, Blue. And how did you feel about what she said to you, Brooke? So Blue was like the only reason I got through the vision board process, I would say. Mm. Um, And she sort of grounded everything for me in a way Mm -hmm. because she was just like, you know, if you're looking for this great love. Are you really prepared to like open yourself up to the process? And not just like, are you going to do this podcast and do what Kristen and Jolenta say, but like, are you really doing the work? Yeah. I hope you come out of it. Even if you're not like with a partner when you finish this podcast or whatever, she's just like, I hope you come out of it having learned something about what you want and sort of like the steps you can take to get it. So, yeah, oh, we love her. I think it's I, I think that's really important because you can really look on the outside like you're you're setting yourself up for success. But if the the internal work isn't there and like the openness and like willingness to be vulnerable, like, yeah, and that's the hard shit. But it does sound like you're taking baby steps toward that vulnerability and that maybe Blue is helping you get there, even if you do still feel a bit of resistance in your heart. I mean, I hope I'm not wrong. The big question now, though, is are you ready for your week two prescription? Uh, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, ready or not, we've got your prescription ready for you. Hit it, Jolenta. Step four, a coming out party. 
hosting. What, y'all? Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is, I believe, a Kristen, a Kristen step that I really wish I knew about before I was married. Oh, I've done this for myself. Here's how you Wait, do it. Let, let me explain. Let me explain. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, host a coming out party. Host a gathering to celebrate the fact that you're going to meet great people. Let everyone know that you're on the market. Hey, maybe they know someone who knows someone who knows someone great. Turning this into a celebration will help you make sure you have a positive attitude as you prepare to swipe and go on dates in real life. Mm. Oh, oh. <laughs> you sound like you're dreading this. No. Interesting. Why, why are you dreading this? Oh, it sounds terrible. You know, I have a friend who she's a little older than me. And she was really, I mean, she has like everything together. And the Mm -hmm. one thing holding her back was the fact that she was not with a partner. Um, And she's really sad about it. And so what she did actually was she emailed a bunch of friends. It's a little different than coming out party, Mm -hmm. but it pushes on what is triggering for me. But she emailed a bunch of friends and she said, uh, hey guys, I'm single and I'm looking for someone. Please help. Do you know anyone? So I guess the act of just actively telling people like, hey, I'm out here looking around, guys. Yeah. Uh, scary to me. But um, but we, you don't have to do what your friend did. We're mm-hmm. saying have a gathering and at the gathering, dress up nicely, maybe raise a glass, maybe have some, you know, appetizer foods. And then during the party, celebrate, hey, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to date with intention. And everybody in this room knows that I am a hot available commodity and that they can spread the word. I am giving them permission mm. to spread the word that I am that single and open and open for is, love. Is is a hot catch and ready and to be you're caught. lucky to know her. Yeah. And she'll catch you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Catch you. Okay guys. All right. Let me just like I'll have a glass of champagne and then I'll do a toast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Step five, swipe intentionally and with joy. <laughs> Brooke, we want you to stop swiping when you're in a sad mood. We want you to do it with (laughs) lipstick on and with a glass of wine. We want you to try different apps. If Tinder isn't getting you what you want, dabble with Hinge or OkCupid or, oh my gosh. Yeah, try it all. Even try Match if you want to. Farmers only. Yeah. Like, it's not, (laughs) dating isn't a time killer. It's not scrolling through Twitter or Instagram. It's it's a bit different. Yeah. All right. What I'm hearing here, you guys. Is that I have to create brand new dating profiles on these apps. Yeah, but that's not a bad thing. Writing up a profile is a great exercise in focusing how you see yourself as a partner and thinking about what you want in someone else, Brooke. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for your last step? Yeah. All right, step six. Go where the men are. What better way to practice being the initiator than asking someone out at the dog park or a concert or a soccer game? Think of what you enjoy doing and where there might be other fun single people doing that thing as well. And then go there and talk to those single people. How's that sound? That sounds good. I am curious as to where these places are where the men are. Well, that's where we left Brooke to ponder where in the world all the men could be hiding, <laughs> which to me is hilarious. Like, I see men walking around in the hallway outside our studio right now, Jalinta. Where in the world are all the men hiding? <laughs> 
But you don't know if those guys are single, Kristen, when you see them in the hall, if they date women. And on top of that, there's the stress of just working up the courage to approach that someone in the hall that you've already imagined fucking walking down the aisle with and, like, (laughs) dying peacefully in your bed next to, you know, only to find out they're married to a dude and have three kids. I guess that's true, but you got to figure there are some places somewhere in Los Angeles. It's a giant city. It's true. It's so big. Where there are dateable men. You're right. And I want her to find them and maybe feel a little less resistance toward toward dating and opening up and our week two steps. Well, we'll find out if that happens after this break. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Here you are, BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. We are back, and it's time to finally check in on Brooke's second week of audio diaries. First, let's get to that coming out party. You know I love the steps. Mm. Step five. And remember how Brooke called it terrible when <laughs> we gave her that prescription, even though I love the step? Um, I could never forget that, Kristen. I want to know how it went, too. Was it terrible or was it not that bad? Well, let's listen to this audio diary she recorded with her friend Cotty in a cab on the way to the party. Okay, Cotty. Yes. So, you know, every year I do a Halloween thing? Yes. What you don't know is that this year, the Halloween thing is a coming out party. For what? For my singleness. For my dating life. You've been single for a while. Shh. No one needs to know. It's about (laughs) Krista and Jolenta want me to tell my friends that I'm, like, single and actively dating. And this is what I'm looking for. Oh, so we can all start so looking. So you guys can start looking. And also, oh, yeah. so we can start manifesting a future, I guess. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to tag on that one. I'm going to let everybody I want. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh, I see you, Cotty. Yes, Shia LaBeouf, when he was in that Sia video, is <laughs> everything I can think about right now. Um, but where were we? Uh I love Cotty. And the thing I love is that she's joining in on the fun of this coming out party. You know, there's no shame in saying, I'm single. I'm looking. This is what I want. Like, I'm putting that out there. And it can be celebrated, not like embarrassing or like a sign of weakness. Not at all. And letting your friends cheer for you as you go out into the world. This is a great thing. We should Mm -hmm. all give our friends space to cheer for us, which is exactly what she did when she got to that party and gave a toast. All right, you guys, I brought you here today. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye. I've been forced to do this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. But as you all know, um, I am 30-something years old. <laughs> we don't hear me 
and I'm looking for the love of my life, you guys. So if you have any leads, this party is here for me to tell you I'm out here looking. Um, I'm looking for, <laughs> thank you for the clap. Did you hear that, Jolenta? Literal clapping. I love it. It's light. It's fun. Brooke put herself out there, even if she did sound a tiny little bit resistant. A little resistant. You mean proclaiming she was being forced to do it? Sure, Kristen. But but it's a good start, and we should give her credit, because based on this conversation with Blue, she is actually trying to be more open. So I hear, I hear that you are saying that you are being more open with your friends, which is great. And you're not dating your friends. You're dating, you're trying to date someone else. So how are you being open and vulnerable with the people that you are connecting with? I mean, I feel like I'm pretty upfront about what I'm looking for. And I feel like I'm giving people uh, the benefit of the doubt more, if that makes sense. Like, I think in early days, I would make a decision fairly quickly. Like, mm -hmm. first date, second date. But I'm kind of, like, trying to identify things about different people that could be, uh, could make them a good match for me. Mm -hmm. And trying to sort of, not ignoring red flags, because that sounds, like, not productive. Mm -hmm. um, but not being so quick to rush to judgment about folks, I guess. Okay. This is something that's actually really hard for me, but I'm working on it. So what I've been trying mm -hmm. to do is, like, share pieces of my life with folks when I'm on dates with them. And, like, maybe okay. concerns that I have about things going on in my life. Or, and I don't, like, regularly do that. I don't know if you've seen this with me as a friend, but I'm not, like, the first person to be like, hey, Blue, I've been having a really hard time with this. You yeah, no, you don't do that at all. Okay, so I love that Brooke is trying to be more vulnerable this week and that she's admitting how hard it is for her. That's a big step for her. But you know what I love even more, Jolenta? Uh, what? Brooke mentioned going on dates at the end of that audio diary we just listened to. Does that mean she actually did some of the other steps this week, like going where the men are and swiping with intention? Well, we don't actually have any audio diaries for those two, so we are going to have to call her to find out ASAP. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Oh, we're good. So happy oh, to talk with y'all. Yeah. So y'all. <laughs> so Brooke, are you married? I'm married. We Yay! did it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. Let, How, let's let's yeah. just check up on the end of your second week here. So you finished your second week. I, I just want to know, like, first and foremost, how are you feeling right now? Uh, I feel like I'm in a space to be more vulnerable. Um, de definitely mm -hmm. after talking to Blue about it. I realized kind of where my blocks were there. Yeah, it is definitely clear in your diaries that you are more open than when we first talked to you. But all that being said, we couldn't help but notice that maybe you didn't do all the steps this week. Uh, we've received zero audio diaries for step five, which was a swiping with intention. How did that go? Yeah, I just didn't want to do it, you guys. I didn't want to, like, put up all, like, four photos that of what I look like, you know, 10% of the time. Um, I just didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm so, sorry. So you skipped the step. I said, well, I did try. Okay. I tried. What do you mean by you tried? Like, um, I uploaded some photos and then I started looking at that little bio thing, you know, the about mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait, why are you doing this? You don't want to do this. Okay, Brooke, I have a question here. And 
just full warning, I'm going to get a little tough love with you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A lot of this exercise was for you to fill out that bio and include those pictures because that's part of putting your intention out there and knowing what makes you so wonderful and dateable and so Brooke. Did you do any of that? Um, <laughs> I feel like probably not. No. No. All right. Got it. So in that case, what have your dating profiles been like when you were using the apps? Just so we can get some context. Well, you know, my bio in the past has been like, very sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and why is it sarcastic? I think probably leaning into like the sarcasm, like comedy of it all feels more comfortable. It's a shield. But also, for some reason, when I see bios on there that are really earnest, like I'm looking for my one and only, I, you know, whatever it is, it just feels like cheesy mm-hmm. and not like honestly, even someone I would want to go out with. To be honest, with totally. You. I I just wonder, like Jolenta. Um, I'm not sure if you heard her whisper this, but she said it's a shield. I I say that because I do it too, and I've had therapists. Oh, like, sarcasm is a shield. Beat me up over it, being like, being you know, it's like to keep people at arm's length and like keep yourself yeah. safe and like to not be vulnerable. But it like hints at vulnerability and the things that are underneath. But it's like a shield. No, I hear you guys. I hear you, and I think everything you're saying is true. You know what's interesting though? I feel like a lot of the men that I've met out that I find interesting aren't on the apps. When mm. I ask them, they're like, I'm not interested. Mm. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. I can get with that. That's fine if those uh, are, that's, that's, that's your, great. that's your crowd. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, Brooke, for the $6 million question, uh, you hinted in your audio diaries that you went on a couple of dates. What's going on there? Yes. How did those go? Who Why are, are there not a thousand more audio diaries? Why don't we know about this? What's happening? So, the dates went well. I think that a couple of the folks I went out with were, I only went out with two people. Um, they were, one seems fairly open to dating, though mm. we haven't had like a big conversation about what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other person seems like they might be in a place of healing. Mm. And so I don't think they're really emotionally available. Yeah. Let's go back to the first one. Yeah. Let's hello. Go, what, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know, you guys. It's too early. Okay, okay. Okay. How okay. did you meet this person? I might have met him during week one. What? You didn't tell us you met a guy <laughs> during week one? Oh, my gosh. Because I didn't know what it was. I still don't know what it is. Where did you find him? Who talked to who? Who said what? What happened? Give us all the deets. I went to a party with a friend. She kind of dragged me. Uh, I'm just going to break in here real quick. I think this story needs some rom-com music. Lindsay, can you put that in there for us? And there was this guy, and he was really cute. And I told my friend that there's like a cute dude over there. And she's like, oh, go talk to him. And I didn't want to do that. But I did sort of try to do the eye contact thing. Uh-huh. And I'm not sure he saw me at all. <laughs> um, and then at a certain point, I thought he'd left the party. So we kind of were sad about it. Yeah, I know that game. But, yeah, when you're just looking around and you're like, where's that guy? Oh, no, I had so what many hopes I never on this <laughs> I know what my wedding dress looks like. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but then we were like waiting in line for the bathroom and I saw him again. Yeah. And then he left. So then I ran after him. I didn't <gasps> run. I walked briskly after yes, him. Yes, yes. You casually yes. speed walked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you.
And I stopped him and I was like, where are you going? Yes. Then we just started talking. (gasps) And then at the end of the conversation, he was just like, can I get your number? I'd love to take you to dinner. Fuck yes. Yes, 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 yes. Take her to dinner. And then he did, yeah. Yeah, and then we did dinner. So, ladies, uh, I guess stop waiting for men to approach you. (laughs) That was my big takeaway is you're allowed to approach folks. Yeah. But how many dates have you been on with him now? I've been on three dates, and we we talk pretty consistently, like text or oh. FaceTime me. Oh. Whoa, FaceTime, people talking, IRL. Oh, my God. Yeah. Brooke, oh, my God, three dates? Hello. FaceTiming, IRL time? FaceTiming is, what? like, going steady. Okay, that is amazing. So would you say you're feeling a little less negative now about your dating life? You know, I've had... Um, a couple conversations with folks who are in relationships and they've made me feel a lot better about the dating scene out here too. Cause mm. I think talking to my single friends is easy to kind of get into this mindset that like LA is impossible and there's no one out there and you know, everyone on the apps is yeah. trash and all that stuff. But it's like really important to break out of that. So now that I am, you know, if I have those conversations with single friends again, I'm like, guys, it's actually not that bad. And I think a lot of it is us just changing our mindset and kind of releasing attachment perhaps to finding the love of our lives on every single date. Oh, that makes me really happy to hear. Yes. I don't know. It was so nice to go on this journey with you. And um, it was nice to just be intentional intentional and in it and thinking about it because I realized I was just doing a lot of talking and not a lot of, you know, doing, obviously. Mm. That's so nice to hear. We were so glad to do it with you. Yeah, thanks for (laughs) letting us in. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Brooke, I am so proud of her. She's come so far. Yes, she is actually putting work into going out, being intentional. I think she's really evaluated her expectations on, you know, finding the love of her life within the first four seconds of a date. (laughs) Yeah, and she's willing to be the initiator. She's, you know, she's taking all of these steps and examining what's holding her back. Totally. She went where the men were. At that party, she was vulnerable. She initiated a date. She fucking rocked it by putting herself out there. Yes, I think vulnerability is definitely the name of the game here. You know, and it's okay to be vulnerable. It is. It's scary. It shows you care about things, but like caring about things is what makes you who you are and makes you lovable and dateable and open. Yeah, and isn't vulnerability actually just being honest and Oh, yeah. How do we get what we want without that? Yeah. If you're lying about what you want, then how do you get what you want? <laughs> it's scary. It but is. also it's kind of cool how far Brooke has come in dealing with it. Yeah, and while she might not end up marrying this guy who she's been on three dates with, who we're really excited about. I mean, I plan their entire future. I'm officiating their wedding, <laughs> but like, I'm just going to town. Yeah, so it might not happen, but you know what? It might. And I can picture them together on that daybed, just rolling around in succulents, living their best life. Bring on the daybed. bed. 
that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is the incredible Lindsay Cradwell, and she's not single, so sorry. Casey Holford mixed this episode and composed our theme song. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer, and Chris Bannon is our chief content officer. Thanks also to Tracy Samuelson. Please stay in touch. Do you identify as a brook or a blue? Tell us, what are your dating experiences like? How do you open up? Let us know. Do you have a predicament you want to help with? We want to know that too. You can email us at weloveyoupod at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at weloveyoupod. And if you want to get wild and leave us a voicemail, especially for our follow-up episodes, we want the questions to our guests in your voice. We want your hot tips on vulnerability in your voice. Leave us a voicemail at 601-LOVE-171. That's the cutest number ever. 601-568-3171. And please rate us and review us in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. It helps other people to find the show. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Tell someone you swiped left on about the show or someone you swiped right on. Tell tell your coming out party about the show. Go to a speed dating event and tell every single person about the show before you even tell them your name. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Krista Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, we love you. And so can you. Bye. Brooke, I want you inside my phone right now. Okay, Kristen, (laughs) we're getting a little sexually new endo Oh, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, really? I I thought that was very much on purpose. (laughs) No. Oh, you have such a filthy mind. Oh, my God. (laughs) Shut up. I love it. It's okay. She was just setting the tone. Don't embarrass me in front of Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) I want her to think I'm cool. (laughs) Stitcher. At Capella University. You'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.